Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I am your host. And today I have the one and only Mr. Dion L. Davis on the show. So make sure you stay with us. You'll want to hear this dude. He is amazing. So we'll be right with you. And we are back. Let me bring Mr. Dion Davis on the show. Dion, welcome to the show. Oh, my pleasure, my honor. What a privilege it is to be here with you, sir. Well, hey, man, I'm I am very, very happy to have you here. So, um, you know, I started this show about three years ago, a little over three years ago, um, to help people get unstuck in life. People get stuck in the muck and they don't know how to get out. And I, 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 I love hearing other people's stories. I really think there's healing properties in that, that we yeah. can share with other people and, and it just helps, man. So why don't you start with telling everybody where you were born and raised Dion? Well, born and raised in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, where it all goes down. Uh, <laughs> and experiencing the great politics of this nation. And so yeah. here where there's four seasons, uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And, and uh, I've enjoyed my moments just being in this DNV metropolitan area. Yeah. It's exciting. There's no dull moments here. <laughs> yeah. I have heard that. I've been yeah. there. So yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah. it's a great town. So so you um you you went to to school and high school and all that in, in DC. Yes, I did. Went to Duke Ellington School of the Performing Arts um here in Washington, DC, and then after uh high school going to Nashville to Fisk University, uh studying psychology, uh, the mind and and cognitive. Uh, development education, and then to Howard University for uh, divinity, uh, religious studies and administration, and so a broad sense of education. So performing, yeah. uh, thinking of the mind, the mindset, and then faith and religion. Uh, and All three of them are a part of who I am and what I do today. Well, that covers pretty much um, every base for the entire human race. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Wow, wow. And you said that was in Nashville? Uh, Fisk University, yes. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Nice. And so yeah. how, so you were there for what, four years? For four years. And when I first got down there, you know, I'm, I'm used to the hustle and bustle of D.C., but I went to the music city and was like, there's nothing really going on, but eventually fell in love with the place yeah. uh, and yeah. with the people and with the culture. Music city. Uh, what a, what an awesome place to be. Yeah. Nashville is one of my favorite cities. I yeah. love Nashville. That's so, so, so you, uh, how, and how long, so how long were you there then? I was there, uh, for four years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there for four hey, years. What was it like for you, you know, growing up as a child, what, what made you decide to get into 
psychology studies and spiritual and religion and what what was it that that pushed you in that direction i'm gonna say the uh, my mother my mother was one of of love one uh a nurturer uh, but not just for my sister and i but for the vast majority of individuals that she engaged in and so i came from a place of caring loving Mm -hmm. supporting not judging uh, and and not necessarily looking at the what of people, but the why, mm. uh, because everybody has a what, you yeah. know, what, yeah. what, whatever that may be, but the what is not the issue, the what is not the problem, it's the why. Uh, and my mother dealt with the why of people. Uh, oftentimes just in life in general, people, we throw people away because of their what? They're alcoholic, they're drug addicted, they, 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 they have this kind of label, whatever the case may be, but you're not an alcoholic because alcoholism is fun. There is a why <laughs> behind it. it right. There is something that drew you to whatever that what is. Yeah. And, and I was interested in finding out that what, uh, uh, but not just the what, but understanding the why and being able to help people break through that, push through that, uh, come yeah. above that. Uh, So I went into uh, understanding the mind because I understood that everything starts within here, within this psyche, within this understanding. And then the faith side, uh, understanding that people are drawn to whatever that faith may be. And so I wanted to study it. I wanted to get a sense of knowledge and wisdom in it. And so uh, that I can add who I am to those different uh, places of uh, existing. Yeah. So, so what, 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 um, when, I mean, was there, did you have any challenges yourself as a kid growing up? Anything that, that, you know, made you question all that? Absolutely. Um, my, 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 my one was my biological father, uh, God rest his soul, um, was not in the picture. Mm. Uh, and he came in the picture once I graduated from high school. Uh, and then when uh, we met back up, he informed me that, yes, I've been diagnosed uh, with HIV and AIDS um, and that I will be dying soon. And so imagine not seeing this individual, this parent for some uh, umpteen years, 17 years, and then coming back and then hearing this news and spending time with him three months later, uh, he's deceased. Uh, there was a longing on the inside of me uh, that always looked for that figure uh, to help me be the man that I was. Yeah. And I looked here, I looked there, and 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 it was almost like I couldn't find it. Uh, and so that was some difficult moments for me. Yeah. Uh, growing yeah. up in a single parent home, my mother did the best. Uh, she did a wonderful job. God rest her soul as well. Um, to, to push and propel me to be the best me. Uh, but there was always an empty spot. And I tried to fill it with individuals. And, and, and what would happen is that uh, those individuals would let me down. And it will be a reminder of the letdown that my biological father uh, did. Uh, so always having that, uh, but yet still going, still making it, still going through and then uh, uh, losing my father, my mother at an early age. Wow. Uh, at a moment of still developing. 
And it's like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? How, 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 how am I to maneuver through this thing called life and, and the parental guidance yeah. uh, is not there? And so what that gave me is that I understood what it what it meant to go through depression, what it yeah. meant yeah. to go through heartache, what it meant to want to commit suicide. Because there was a moment after my mother passed, I took a bottle of pills because I didn't want to be here anymore. Because wow. the, my best friend, my greatest supporter uh, uh, has, has, has gone. And, and, and what I heard from the, the, the faith or the religious community is that God took her. So now I'm, I'm questioning God. Now I'm, why would? But yet and still, so I know what it feels like to be not at rock bottom, but to be at the bottom of the rock. And so because I know how that feels, what that looks like, what that smells like, now I'm able to have compassion for individuals that are going through that. Yeah. And yeah. be able to be an example that there is life after. Yeah. And not to judge wherever they may be, but give them a sense of hope. Give them a sense of understanding that, yes, you can get through it. So, so you, you mentioned that you were, um, you were going through trying to fill that, that, that void and, and, and fumbling the ball, so to speak along the way. And almost like a, um, and, and, and I can relate to this. It's like a, an unconscious self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> like, wow. yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, 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 um, I, 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 yeah, I can totally relate to what you were just saying. So, so, so you went to to did you graduate college? I, I I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, graduated okay. from Fisk with the undergrad and then Howard with the master's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the master's degree is in what? In religious studies. Okay. Okay. From Howard University. Yeah. Now was that is that when you say religious study, the the theological, is that just all Christian or is it everything that you oh it's everything. So, okay. so in divinity school, yes, you you it's more of a critical uh, uh look at all yeah. faiths. Of course. Of the Bible being one of the base, sure. you know, kind of study uh, 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 tools, uh, yeah. but we looked at all faiths. We looked at just the the, the religion uh, in which we know throughout the diaspora of all of the world. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, so when you got out of college, you're still in Nashville, is that right? No. Or when I got when I got out of undergrad, I, I came back home. Oh, back, back to DC. Okay, yeah, I got it. Back to oh. DC. And that's where you got the the master's degree. Yes. Okay. Yes, so here here you are now with all these degrees and you're you're educated up and 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 you went out and instantly became a millionaire. Oh, I wish that's the way it happened. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that's the way it happened, but it's been a grind. It's been it's been a process because yeah, sure. here it is. I'm I'm in two different worlds. I'm in the cognitive uh, 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 psychology world. Then I'm in the the faith yeah. Uh, yeah. theological world. And sometimes those worlds did not meet. And so the challenge for me was how do I integrate the two so that I can be my best me? And so yeah. that was a challenge. Sometimes I had to play the role when I was over in the mental health world. I had to stick with that when I was in. Of the faith world, I had to stick with that. But now, 
uh, the, the awesomeness about it is that I'm, I've been able to come together and bring it together uh, so that I can be able to help people heal in a holistic way. Yeah. Uh, being able to break through in a holistic way because we're mind, body, soul, spirit every day. We yep. got spirit on Sunday and soul on Wednesday and mind on Friday. If that be the case, it probably will be easier. But imagine <laughs> all of these things at one time. Uh, and so the, the work that I do, the work that I do is holistically challenge, coach, facilitate, and push people to the next level. I love that, dude. So, so with the, and, and I think that there are a lot of people who, who believe that they're only, they're only, um, how do I, how do I word this? Their only, um, obligation to be spiritual is on Sunday. <laughs> I should, yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not judging. I'm not judging, by the way, because I've I've been there. Um, yeah. But you know, when when you are, you know, I I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a recovered alcoholic, and I have 19 years sober. Um, if I make it to August 10th, and and you know, one of the things I learned is is it was not a um, that alcohol, much like drugs or any other type of addiction. Um, is merely a symptom of the real problem. The real problem was a spiritual malady. And so I, I'm curious how much you dig into um, the spirituality side of, of the work that you do. I mean, when you're working with, with people on this stuff, do you go, do you, do you, do you bust out the spiritual uh, stick? And uh, how, how, what's the process like for you with that? Absolutely, because I believe there is no disconnection. As I said, we're mind, body, soul, spirit. All of those components are one within us. Yeah. What we give attention to grows. Whatever we don't give attention to, it it it, it becomes malnourished. It dies. Yeah. Uh, and so, <clears throat> as I said, even as you said, the alcoholism, um, God rest his soul. I, I used to go to AA meetings even as a young child. Uh, keep coming back. It works, and and keep it simple, stupid, and yeah. and, and and individuals uh, understanding that again. That's the what alcoholism. That's the what, but the yeah. what is not the problem. The what sometimes is the mechanism or the thing that we use to get away from or hide from or try to seek to feel this which is voided on the inside. Yeah. Uh, and so once again, I have no judgment for whatever that what is. Right. Let's, let's, let's deal with that thing. If, if we're talking spirit, now I'm not talking about religion. That That's a whole nother religion coming from the word religera, meaning uh, humanity connecting back to divinity. And we have different uh, uh, doctrines and dogmas and institutions. And, and you got to do it this way. You got to turn to the left and right. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. that that's yeah. another thing. When I'm talking about spirit, the essence of who you are, the essence of your being, that which never, never dies, energy, it, 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 it never, it's continual. That, that, that inner person, that inner uh, 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 being that, that controls everything. 
Yeah. Uh, because what manifests in the spirit realm eventually manifests in the physical realm. And so, yes, we have to deal with that spirit. We have to deal with that 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 mind. We have to deal with that soul. We have to deal with those feelings. We have to deal. If we do not deal, what happens is that we pay attention to one area. But if those other areas don't receive the like attention, it'll eventually overtake. Uh, and we'll get into a place of distress, which will lead to dis-ease, which eventually will end up being death. Amen. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, so you, you got out of, of school and, and what, what happened after you graduated, you got your master's degree. Did you go get a job? Did you start your own practice? What, what, what did you do? So right after, uh, let's even pull back to undergrad after undergrad, I went into teaching and I went straight into, I had theory, but I never had experience. So I went into an at-risk school. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it, it, I went into the room and the kids were everywhere and and, and 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 I didn't know what to do because this was not in the textbook. Uh but but what I did, I relied on my mind, my spirit, and said, What do these children need? How can I get these children's attention? And so all of them were labeled with all kinds of things, all kinds of labor. As a matter of fact, I asked one of them, why do you act the way that you act? He said, because I'm MR. I said, what is MR? He said, I don't know, but MR people act like this. Said, act, like, act like what? I didn't hear you cut out. Uh, MR. He said, I'm, I'm MR. He received a label uh, back then, mental retardation. He, he received oh. a label. He began to act it out because of what someone told him you ought to act out the way that you should be. Uh, mm. And so something clicked in me and said, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to affirm who they really are. Mm. I need to go above the label, the what, their attitudes and their, their dispositions based upon something that, I, that is happening in their life. And so what did I did? I used to affirm them, allow them to know that, yes, you are somebody. You're the greatest thing that has happened to this earth. And I didn't see the results then, but fast forward 10 years later, they're coming back and saying, because of you, Mr. Davis. And listen, I, I really didn't know I was straight out of college. I really didn't know I was relying totally on uh, uh, what spoke to me. They said, thank you. Because of you, I'm not dead. Because of you, I'm not in jail. Because of you. And so we fast forward and then I go into divinity school. After divinity school, I go into the mental health uh, counseling field. So now I'm dealing with people uh, that are still that that label again by the yep. DSM four. They have a label based upon their behavior, based upon their personality, schizophrenia, or bipolar. So I'm now I'm dealing with individuals that are suffering through mental illness, and I, here I am giving them counsel, giving them uh, a sense of worth because again the world looks at the what and labels these individuals. Then I'm moving into the realm of working with individuals that are duly diagnosed now that have HIV and AIDS and also uh, some form of mental illness. And so as wow. we look at the line, my life has been that which helps, assists, loves unconditionally, push, challenge. I, I go into the, the, the places that the world says is a bad place. I deal with the people yeah. The world say a bad 
but yet and still I'm that light and hope. And what happens is that transformation happens. Yeah. A newness, a newness of life comes about. That's awesome. You know, I'm, um, I'm of the mindset that uh, I absolutely despise labels that people put on other people, regardless of their behavior. I just, I don't, I, I don't, I'm with you, man. I don't like labels. I, I hate labeling people. And, um, you know, the only reason I call myself a recovered alcoholic is to remember so I don't go back. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 I, I don't, I don't want to go back. Um, and, and I struggle even with that label once in a while. So, so, you know, I, I'm not a fan of labeling anyone at all. So, um, kudos to you for, for that, man. I I think that, that we can, we can definitely change the world with love, unconditional love. Absolutely. You know, Ken, when you said the alcohol, when I used to go to the meeting, I never understood, I understand now the concept of when they stood up, gave their name and said, I am an alcoholic. Now I understand the concept, I understand what we're doing, uh, but later on in life, I realized the power of I am. I am, that's right. The the, the power that we give to what we put behind the I am. And I understand the concept of never forgetting, Uh, you, you never want to be able to return, but uh, as I, I grew older, I understood that I have to be careful with those words behind the I am. I yeah. am stupid. I am dumb. I am poor. I am. No, 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 no. I am the greatest. I am worth all that I put my mind to. I am. The I am has power. Muhammad has power. Ali. Muhammad Ali did not say, <laughs> I am mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I am the greatest. Yes, he was. And it's the truth, man. It's the truth. It's true. It's whatever you say behind the I am, be it good or bad, it's true. Amen. It's true. You know, you could have skipped six years of school if you would have just learned that. (laughs) At least. At least. And saved a whole lot of money. At least. (laughs) But, you know, I think that I mean, because look, I, I didn't graduate high school in 12th grade. They said, they said, Hey, you didn't get a biology credit in 10th grade. You failed that class. I said, yeah, I hated that class. That's why I hated it. Well, when am I going to dissect a frog again? I'm, I'm never yeah. doing that again. Right. So, so <laughs> I, 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 and, and I, I wore that, you know, you, you talk about labels. I wore that label of, I am, you know, not good enough because wow. my friends went to college or, you know, I did all the, and, and yet, you know, the, the, the following year of leaving school, I made more money than any teacher in that school. So, you know, I, I I'm just, I, I think that we have these, and I, I'd love to hear your take on it. Um, you know, I, I think that we go through this crap as kids and, and we, we, carry labels, um, definitions of who I am, um, or, or, um, and sometimes they're, they're given to us by other people, but oftentimes they're, they're given to us by ourselves. Yes. And, and so, um, 
what do you think about how do you go in to somebody that um i don't know maybe is is a troubled adult because they were a troubled child that became a troubled teenager that became a troubled young adult that became yeah. a troubled big adult and yeah. and and how do you go in and and help them reframe and reprogram that 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 I am story that they're walking around telling themselves. Well, it's it's basically in what you said, reframing. We have to go to the re. The yeah. re is returning. Now, I don't want you to stay in the past, but we have to return to the past because the past is the foundation of our now. Yeah. And so we have to go back and 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 analyze, take assessment. Where did this thing start? Did, did it start in your home that your mother said something over you, your grandmother, your father? Or what didn't they say? What didn't they do? Or what did they do? What did your friends right. do? What, what did you accept in school? What were you labeled? What, what has society given unto you? And so guess what? You inundated by all of these voices, all of these things, the, 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 the surroundings that you're in, you're inundated by it and it becomes a part of who you are. You begin to believe it. They spoke it, you heard it, you thought it, you felt it, it became you. And so now it's solid because now you're a grown adult. You have years of hearing that you are nothing. You have years of hearing that you can't make it. You have years of, of, of being inundated by all of these things. Guess what? Oftentimes what happens is that you begin to speak the very mm. things that you heard. Once you start speaking it, it becomes a reality. It becomes real. It becomes you. And so we have to go back. We got to return. Where did this stuff start? And then we have, like you said, we got to reframe it because you got a certain frame on it already. Yeah. We have to reframe it. We have to reflect so that we can refocus so that we can relaunch. So it's going back, but not getting stuck in, in the past because we don't want the past to be quicksand, but we want it to be a stepping stone. Amen. Something that can allow us to elevate uh, because we want to be in our now. The now is important, uh, uh, but we do have to go back to get to the real now that we so desire. And this is this is, this is, this is, this is what I want to throw in terms of that nugget. Uh, in life, we don't get what we want. We get who we are. Amen. You can all day long. I mean, you can have the strong affirmations. You can have a vision. Boy, you can write down the wonderful things. And I'm not taking away from those things because they, they are valuable. However, if those things don't resonate with who you are, you just got a pretty poster. You just got some words on a sheet of paper. You got several things all around you, but it makes no sense. And so it won't come to come to life. So you get you get who you are, not what you want to know. You know, uh, do you follow any of Dr. Joe Dispenza stuff? I don't. I, I have to start because you just recommended it. it He's it's unbelievable. He okay. is unbelievable. He has yeah. a book. He has a book called Becoming Supernatural. And and it's amazing. And and he studies a lot in the, the quantum field and okay. and you know. Um, he, he says, and I, I, I love what he says here. He says that 
um, the average human being has around 60,000 thoughts per day. And those are all, you know, a lot of those are just stories that we're telling ourselves. Mm -hmm. He says that 90 plus percent of the thoughts that we have today are the same exact thoughts that we had yesterday. And he says this, this is the part that got me, man. It messed me up when I learned this. He said, that those those of those those not, that ninety percent of those repetitive thoughts we have every single day, that fifty percent of the stories that we're telling ourselves are lies. We're making them up. We're embellishing the past. We're embellishing the crap out of it. You stub your toe on the desk or on the 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 nightstand, and and later on in the day, you're telling people how you broke your toe. You didn't break your toe. Right, <laughs> you hurt your toe. There's a huge yeah. difference, right? Yeah. But, but we, so we're we're walking around and we're we're telling ourselves these lies. How do you get somebody to stop lying to themselves? Denial is an acronym for don't even notice I am lying. Right? How yeah. do you get somebody to stop lying to themselves about the reality of their situation? What you have to do first of all is that you have to come to yourself. You know, the lies majority of, of the time is to be able to appease externals. Whether I want attention, uh, whether I feel that I'm, I'm not worth, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and so I have to lie. Uh, how do I get the attention? I say my, my foot is broke <laughs> and, and so <laughs> I'm gonna get the attention. Yeah. Meanwhile, my foot is not broke. I just have a cast on it so that you all can give me attention. Stop lying, come to yourself. Yeah. Your, your first priority is you. Your first priority is to appease you. Here it is. When we're on an airplane, and everybody's heard it. If you've been on an airplane, they say if cabin pressure was to go down, it says the oxygen will come down. They say put it on yourself first. Now, if you have a child or someone that's elderly that's with you, put it on them second. Because if you are not well, you can't get nobody else well. And so what we are used to, especially within this society, is impressing people, yep. people pleasers. And so the lies come in to impress people. Be true unto thine own self and walk that out and do understand that everybody's not going to be pleased. Some will, some won't. So what? Either way. Because I have this life to live. I have this purpose to live out. I have this meaning to be. I have an assignment. And so I don't have to lie when I'm true to me. And whether you like it, whether you accept it, hey, that's on you. That's your problem. I can't let your problems be mine. And so the lie is based upon trying to impress externals, trying to get attention from externals, trying to get approval, trying to get a stamp to say, yes, you are somebody. Yes, you can do it. Yes, we approve you to be you. Imagine that. I'm looking to Ken to be Dion. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. Stop I mean, that lying. wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> hey, I, you sorry. are after all, Ken Walls. Ah, uh, you Dion L. Davis, man. Come yeah. on. So, yeah. so you know, um, you so you said that you worked in education for a while, 
and then you got your master's degree, right? Is that the yeah. order? And yeah. then um, you went into working in um, mental health. Mental health was that like in a facility? Was it an office? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was like a, actually, a mental hospital or a mental not a health hospital. Health. No, 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 not a mental hospital. So it was in and out therapy, in and out counseling, gotcha. outpatient. So they they would have to come uh, to the office. And did you have them. did you, like violent offenders coming in, or was it? We had a little bit of everything. Did you really? A little bit of everything, wow. and again, um, non-judgment zone. No, right, I get that, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. 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 I mean, you can say non-judgment zone, but you know as well as I do, you may not be judging, but there's there's an emotion you feel at times. Oh, oh, you, you, you better be careful. You better be careful. I, I had some incidents where it became physical. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and so that kind of pushed me out of that different, uh, that space into the coaching uh, space. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because it it to me it became uh, a little heavy. Yeah, uh, not not just heavy in terms of mentally, but physically even uh, to be to dealing with individuals, you know, in that space day in and day out. Uh, and so I transitioned to the coaching, uh, more yeah. metaphysics and more uh, a lifestyle, more life coaching and, and, and yeah. challenging individuals to find passion and purpose and meaning for who they are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't, I, cause I, you know, when I was still in denial, um, which is not a river in Egypt, um, <laughs> when I, when I was in denial, I, I remember going, um, I, I, I was told to go in for an alcoholic or an alcohol assessment. Right. Yeah. And, and see this counselor and fill out the, and they give me this this test or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got this, man. They they ain't no way they're gonna find out. So I'm, I've, and so this woman, and she, I'm not, I'm not judging now, but then I was because Absolutely. I think that the reason we judge is we don't want to look at ourselves, so we judge other people, and that takes the attention off of us, or so we think. Yes. Uh, then you got somebody like Dion or Ken Walls that comes along, and we're like. Bro, I got your number. I, I know what you're doing. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. But this woman was a rather very, very large woman. And she looks at me. She's the counselor. And she she looks at me. And she's reading my assessment thing. And she says, you are a ticking time bomb just waiting to go off. And you're going to hurt a lot of people when you do. If you mm. don't get control of this 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 situation. And I was nasty, man. I was mean and I was nasty. And I said, have you looked in the mirror lately? Wow. wow. So, so people in denial can be nasty. I mean, and that was not, I, that's not even remotely close to some of the stuff that you've, you've yeah. experienced. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so you got out of that. Um, and, and you said it was because of some, physical altercations that occurred and you just yeah yeah and and the day-to-day -day working with individuals with mental illness it could take a toll because it's almost like you that one person but you have several cases that are dumping on you uh so i i take my hat off to any individual that have done it yeah for umpteen years uh because you definitely need some form of outlet yeah 
Yeah. Uh, or you would take on the very things that you're hearing, feeling, and seeing. So, yeah, I had to, I had to transition for me. Yeah, yeah sure. I had to transition sure. out to another kind of thing. <clears throat> so you you uh, is that when you became an entrepreneur? Absolutely, absolutely. I had to step out um, and put that which I've learned into play. Yeah, spiritual component the mental and psychological component. And so now we are doing holistic coaching. Yeah. And we're dealing in all of the areas of an individual life so that they can get a life, so that they can live a life, so that they can be them. Yeah. Uh, and understand uh, the, the specialness <laughs> that they bring to the earth. You know, uh, last, I guess the statistics said it's 7.6 or 7. 7 billion, let's go there, 7 billion individuals upon the earth and the awesomeness about it, whether you are twin or a, 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 a triplet, no one is alike. No one is alike. And so that makes each and every last one of us special. But Amen. what happens is that we we look a lot of times external and we, we advise ourselves that well, I'm not like him or I'm not like her. I, I don't have this and I don't have that. And we forget to recognize what we do have and who we are. And so that's when I come into play. Listen, wow. we, we, we're not looking at the externals. Yes, we can have mentors. We can have individuals that we look up to. We can have individuals that have done great things and we can glean from them. But there's no way in the world that you can be them and you should not desire to be anything other than who you are. You know, Keisha says healing is a process in all caps. And 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 Keisha, I, I one trillion percent agree. But I, I can tell you that me personally, you know, I want what I want. I want what I want and I want it now. And I'm fixing to throw a fit if I don't get my way. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so I remember when I first got sober and now I see, you know, other people just getting their, you know, stuff together. And I, 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 and again, no judgment, but you know, I see myself in them yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, would you just, just settle down, man? You didn't get here overnight mm -hmm. and it ain't all going to change overnight. Right. Yeah, Cause, cause yeah. even though you want it to, it's not going to. So yeah, I, yeah. I agree. It's a process. It's not an event. And, 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 you know, you got to take it. You got to take your life one one day at a time. And That's Francois, crazy. I love Francois. There's our brother Francois. Oh, love him, love yeah. him. He says wow. you've been a champion of people, and that is hard to do dealing with so many people's problems. And that is the truth. Absolutely, that Absolutely. is the truth. Um, so yeah, I so so you're you're out on the front lines dealing with this every day. Yeah. Dealing with it every day and and challenging individuals uh, to deal with it as well, uh, to be able to face this thing one day at a time. Not worrying about necessarily, again, I said we do have to go back, but we're not living back. Yeah. We're not even living forward. We're living now. Because tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is Friday, but I don't even know if I'm going to make it to tomorrow. I don't know what tomorrow looks like. I, so, so if my mind is just on tomorrow, that would uh, give me a sense of distress today. 
and I will miss something today. And so uh, uh, my thing is to live in the now. What does now look like? What, what, what does now feel like? What does now smell like? What, what is now? What is now? Um, and so that, that's, that's who I am, empowering people to live now. Amen. And Keisha's right about that. Begin to forgive yourself makes for a better now. So, so you see people living in, and, and, and I get it too. I mean, I, I'm a coach as well. I get it. You see people that have one foot in the past and, and one in the future. And we've, we've all heard that, that analogy. Um, you know, how do you get people to to get out of the past and the future and into the present stop judging the present based on stuff that happened in the past and what Keisha just said how do you get because I think in my experience Dion I think that forgiving oneself for yeah. all the dumb stuff that we've done mm-hmm. Because we've all done dumb stuff. I mean, we've all we've all done dumb stuff. Like, how do you get people to get into that mode of forgiving themselves for what they've what they've done wrong? I think it's the process, like you said, and because we, especially now, we live in such a microwavable kind of society. It's like you can have a gourmet meal in two minutes. Uh, when back in the day, yeah. uh, in order to get a gourmet meal, you started on Saturday and finished on Sunday. However, it's a process. Because like you said also earlier is that it didn't happen to you last night. It happened to you 20 years ago. And so you have 20 years of pain. And so imagine uh, that's not the original pain. You had the original pain 20 years ago. But then you had some more pain 19 years ago. Then you had some more pain 15 years ago. Then you had some more. So it's a buildup. So it's a process. And, 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 and it's okay yeah. to go through the process, giving individuals that space to go, to go through the process. But here it is. We're championing and celebrating one step at a time. So let's take, for instance, practically, if, if, if you have an individual that smokes a pack of cigarettes every day and they know that cigarettes is not good for their health, they don't need to be reminded that cigarettes are not good for their health. They already know that. And they don't right. need to be reminded that you're a bad person, that you smoke a pack a day. So let's let's do this. Instead of smoking a pack a day, let's take away one. Yeah. But now, I don't know how many uh, are, are in a pack, but let's take away one and say that there's only 10 left. And there was 11 in there. So we're going to celebrate that you took away one. Wow, goodness gracious, you took away one. You're on your way. And then next week, we take away two. Whoa, you got two? But someone would say, well, they still smoking. Absolutely, they've been smoking for 15 years. (laughs) Right. So it's almost a part of who they are. It's It's in them. But we, we're taking it, and before we know it, six months later, they're not smoking anymore. They went through the process, the process of healing. Yeah. If you cut yourself today, unless you are not human, it takes a process to heal physically. And so it's the very same thing in the things that we go through in life. 
It's that process and celebrating that process, celebrating those small and what, what's, what's small to others is big to someone else. It's big to someone else. And so listen, I, 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 I encourage, start. It may not look like the next person. You know, I, I, I desire a six pack, Ken. And right now I have a one pack. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and, and so if I look at somebody that has a six pack, I, I will be discouraged. Uh, and so what will happen is that I will give up and say, whoa, I'm too far away from a six pack. This one pack is here. But my thing is start. So I had to start yeah. walking. I had to start somewhere. Yeah. And I want to come back on a year later. I'm going to show you my six pack. You know, I I, I, um, I had Andy Frisella on the show and he he's the he's he's a bad, bad dude in a good way. Um, and he said that, uh, he challenged me to do this program called 75 hard and, and that he developed and it's, it's, it's intense. It's working out twice a day. It's, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. And, uh, and my wife and I both committed and we completed it and not many people actually, it's a small percentage that complete it. Uh, and I'm not bragging, trust me, it was grueling. It was absolutely grueling. Yeah. Um, what was my, I had a point. I had a point. I lost it. I lost it's the okay. point. It, 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 yeah. But, but, you know, I, I think that, that, you know, when we learn, oh, it's learning to live in the moment because when I was, when I was doing that, you got to do this every day for 75 days in a row. And if you miss one step in this, this process, you mm -hmm. have to, it's all about personal integrity. It's then you have to go back and start back at day one. And wow. by the grace of God and a lot of hard work, I didn't have to start over. I did every step every day, but, but, you know, a lot of people didn't and they, or they missed, they forgot to take the, you got to take a selfie or a, a, a picture every day of your progress. And you got to read 10 pages out of a book every day, drink a gallon of water, well, a lot of people would forget one step. They'd go to sleep, wake up the next morning, go, ah, oh, I forgot to read or I forgot to take that picture or whatever, right? And yeah. and instead of starting over, they went back to their old ways. And, mm -hmm. and, and you know, for me, I, there was this woman and she was in, she was in her 70s, very, very overweight and could barely get off the couch. She was in Germany, I believe. And she sent me a message saying that she, yeah. she became inspired to do 75 hard. She said, I can only hold the rail and walk up and down these two steps inside my house, wow. but that's where I'm starting. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and it, it changed her life. And so, so I, what you just said about start, Please. it, it doesn't have to be a huge leap. You don't have to eat the entire elephant. It's just start, start. right now. Just start yeah. and start taking tiny steps. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. And just imagine how many people have desires, but they're looking at the big picture. Yes, you want to. Uh, uh, you want to visualize where you're going. You want to have an understanding of direction. But you're looking at the big picture and saying, how in the world am I going to be able to do this or get there or meet this person? 
and I'm right here. How in the world am I going to achieve this? This is so huge. This is so large. But I'm right here. Mm. It's, it's one step. It, it, it's one step in front of the other. And before you know it, you're there. Yeah. Because you took that one step. But what happens is that we get stuck. And when we get stuck, we, we, we are forever maybe dreaming and wishing and hoping. And so this thing becomes a wish. It, it's in la-la land and you stay stuck. You don't flow, you don't move, and you end up dying. And I'm not talking about a, a physical death, but a mental death, yeah. an emotional death, a goal death, a vision death. It's like a stream getting stopped up and not flowing into the river and then the river into an ocean. The stream gets stopped up and it becomes a swamp. And a swamp is, yes, it's still water, but it's dead water. And nothing can grow in dead water. So what I'm saying is don't get stuck. Here it is. Uh, Dr. M. Scott Peck said it in his book, uh, The Road Less Traveled. And, My and favorite the first, book. The first, so you know, the, the first sentence is, life is it's difficult. Yep. And he said, listen, once you get that down pat, now we can live because it's the reality. It's difficult. Uh, you're going to have some moments where it's not good. You're going to have some moments where it's going to be difficult. You have some moments where people don't like you, where people betray you. You're going to lose some money. It's going to be a rainy day, a sunshine. Life is difficult, but don't allow that difficultness to stop you from putting your left in front of your right or your right in front of your left. Because before you know it, that which was so huge will now become exactly who you are. Dude, that is <clears throat> that is one of the books that I recommend probably the most is The Road Less Traveled. That, that was the very first, um, I, I would say that was a, the, the first book in a, in a series of, of spiritual development books that I read that just rocked my world it's powerful man yeah life is difficult and and he says once we once we learn how to just accept that there are difficulties in life then we can transcend much easier all of the difficulties in life it's not taking responsibility for our lives right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. blaming outside external forces for, for our problems. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, I am, I am really, 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 um, well-polished at blaming other people for my Mm -hmm. problems. I I did it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we, we all can, can take ownership of that because it's easy. Yeah. Why, Why aren't you where you need to be? Or why aren't you doing what you need to do. Oh, it's because this, it's because that, it's because I come from this kind of family. I, I'm I'm short, I'm tall, I'm heavyset, I'm black, I'm white, I, I'm from this country, from this state. We, we can, this that can be easy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, after you've done that, what? 
Well, I'm Democrat. I'm Republican. No, what? No. Uh, the, what? I, I didn't graduate from a high school. I, I don't have a degree in. Okay. What? Right. What's next? Right. Right. I, I, dude, I love this. This, this is, this is my jam. I, I absolutely love this. So, so let, let me ask you a question. I ask, I ask these two questions to every guest. And the, 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 the one is, um, you know, what, in your opinion, what do you think stops people, holds people back from achieving? Now, the number one answer is fear. So you have to do better than that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. What, what do you think stops people or holds people back from achieving real success in life? And I'm talking about financial because I don't care who you are. Money is important. And oh, there's yeah. this program running throughout the minds of the world that money is the root of all evil. And it's not. It's the love of love money. Love of money. Focus read everything read the that. text. Right, right. <laughs> Right. So, so what do you think stops people from financial success and real freedom and happiness in life? I'm so sorry you not allowing me to use fear, but that's okay. We, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> oh, you can use it. You can use it. You can use it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's a mind, it's start, everything is premeditated. I know we can go to court. If you got a good lawyer, they can get you off and say it wasn't premeditated. Everything is premeditated. Everything starts here. We create the movie right here. We create the outcome right here. And so how did it get here? It, it, it gets here based upon what we said. What if individuals have fed you? what you have intake, what, what, what you have heard, what you've been exposed to. If, if you grew up with individuals that told you that money don't grow on trees and I don't have this and I don't have that and you can't get this and you can't get, so you take on that mentality, that understanding and you have a sense of understanding about money, about finances, about success. Uh, 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 and, and then if you get in some uh, uh, religious kind of uh, circumstances, they, they, they use the word humble uh, to me in the wrong way. And so now you're playing down uh, uh, the specialness. You're playing down the uniqueness, the awesomeness of who you are. Uh, and so it's, you, you're getting all of these things and it's being inundated and you have a certain mindset. And after you have that certain mindset, you can't go but so far. Again, I said, you don't get what you want in life. You get who you are in life. Who you are shows up. And so if I think I am poor, that's what shows up. And that, that, that simply means, doesn't, that doesn't mean that money don't go through my hand. I, I can have a whole lot of money come through my hand, but if I have a mentality of being poor, that money, does not help me. That money, like I said, goes through your hand mm. and you have nothing to show for it. So it's a mindset and that mindset of fear, that mindset of less than, that mindset of I'm not capable, that mindset uh, 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 that you believe that label that you uh, received uh, years back. So that's why we got to go back mm. 
to find your mind. You lost you. you there's a statement. You lost your mind. Yep. You lost <laughs> your mind. Right. And so wealth starts here. Riches starts here. Success starts here. If I don't have it here, it won't show up in my life in the physical realm. No matter how much stuff, because wealth is not the stuff, it's a mentality. You can have the stuff, but if you don't have the mentality, the stuff is meaningless. And so once you get a mindset that I am wealthy, I am successful, I am the best at what I do, it doesn't matter how many people do it. Nobody can do it like you. And when you have that certain mindset, there are no barriers. We, enemy is in uh, me. Not all these external things that I've said. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. That, that person's stopping me. That thing is stopping me. No, the enemy is in uh, me. I'm my biggest hindrance. There are no limitations in life. The only limitations that show up are the ones that I create. If I don't create them, they're not there. You know, the last year and a half has been challenging, to say the least, for a lot of people. Um, for me, it's been, I mean, it, it, best year I've ever had. But, um, and I did recognize that it was going to come down to the mindset that I was carrying. Um, but you know, there were a dude, I, I have a friend that runs the, um, the suicide hotline for the state of Ohio. And, and he told me that, you know, the numbers just skyrocketed mm. and, and, you know, what do you say? I, I can remember back when my wife and I opened our first office and um, I had a handful of employees and everybody was getting paid and and except me. Um, and and and, you know, this guy walks into my office and says, uh, hey, hey, boss, there's a there's a there's a dude out in the parking lot looking in the windows of your SUV, your car. And I said, well, you're bigger than I am, man. Tell him to get the hell out of here. Why are you telling me? <laughs> like, he's like, he's like I, I would, but he has it blocked with his tow truck. And I was like, oh, the repo man. And, and so I remember watching my car go driving off on the back of a flatbed tow truck against my wishes. And, and my employees all standing around with me in the parking mm. lot. Mm. And, and I remember feeling like this is the end of my life. This is it. There is no reason to go on from here. And I didn't feel suicidal. I just felt like, what's the point? Like, Jesus this is crazy. ridiculous. I'm working my freaking face off and, and, and this is, this is where I am. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so, you know, a lot of people took their life, man, in the last year and a half, a lot of people and, and that breaks my heart. And, and so what do you, what do you say to somebody that maybe is watching or listening right now that, that they're, at the end of their rope that they, 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 they tied a knot and it, the knot broke loose and they, they yeah. just don't even know what the next step is. They don't see a point of being here anymore. What do you say to them to help them get 
through that and into the next moment where you and I know it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> wow. First of all, let me say that I understand. Um, and that's not to belittle whatever that may be that that individual is going through. I see you. I, I hear you. I understand. I have a sense of compassion for that state because I've been there. I know what that feels like. May not particularly know what it feels like for you, but I know what it feels like to be deflated, to feel defeated, to feel denied. I, I, I know what that feels like. Uh, but this is what I would encourage to allow you to know that there is life beyond because this is not going to be the first defeating moment. This is not going to be the last defeating moment, but let's harness the moment. And let's, let's, let's use the moment as fuel to give us the strength that we need to complete the assignment. Let's, let's, let's really, again, let's not look at the what, so whatever you're doing, I'm not, I'm not focused on the what that you're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me, if you're trying to drown it in alcohol, if you're trying to hide it in drugs, if you if, if, if what I'm not looking at the what, let's look at the why. Why are you at this state? What 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 put you there? What what allowed you to fall into this place that you want to give up? And let's put that on an AM frequency and let's put your voice on an FM frequency. And when you use your voice, let's use it to empower. Yes, let, let's use it because after all, all of it is a thought. All of it is a thought. A defeated moment, a happy moment. A bad moment, a great moment. All of it is a thought. And we give, we give the thought an emotion. And the emotion allows us to live out whatever that is. And so what I'm saying is that you speak to you overcoming. You speak to you breaking through. You speak to the very fact there's something for you to do. There's an assignment for you to do. There's something that you have. Life doesn't necessarily happen to us. It happens through us. I had to experience what I experienced in life so that I can be a beacon of hope and light for somebody 20 years later. And so what I'm saying is don't give up. I see you. I hear you. I understand. I have a sense of compassion. Don't give in. This is just a moment of gaining that strength, that momentum, that capacity. In order for us to gain muscles, we have to lift something that's difficult to lift. We have to tear tissue. It don't feel good to tear tissue. But I can guarantee you this, if you're consistent, you find out that your strength is greater and that as you go through life, 
you have greater capacity, greater success, greater stamina, greater because you went through the moment. Hmm. There's a particular scripture, Ken, that says, walking through the shadow, walking through the valley of the shadow of death, fearing no evil, walking through the shadow. I don't, I, 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 don't, I haven't witnessed a shadow beating me up before. I, 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 I've never witnessed that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but it's an image that can be scary. It's a moment that can seem like it's all over. But it's a thought that's going to allow you to go through. It's going to allow you to make it. December 2020, coming into this year, I tested positive for COVID-19. And there were moments that I, I could not inhale and exhale. I will... I will I will get out of my sleep and got gasping for air. And because I heard on the reports, 400,000 people uh, have succumbed to this. I didn't hear a lot of reports of individuals recovering. I, I just heard die, 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 die. Yeah. In my mind, Ken, I thought I was the next one because that's all I heard. That's all I intake, that's all I processed. You don't recover from this. When you get it, it's done. Yeah. And so I'm sitting, I had to go to the hospital to be able to receive help. And when I went to the hospital, oh, they said, there's nothing we really can do for you. So, so I just said, I, I, I'm, I'm going to die. But I had to say something different from the report that I was hearing. I had to get a different mindset. Oh, I'm living because I got too much to do. There are too many things that must happen. This is just a moment that I must get through. I must sit through. It's my power pause. Taking a power pause yep. to yep. regain strength to do what I need to do in the days ahead. So you can make it. You can make it. Matter of fact, not you can make it. You will make it. You will make it. Amen. Amen, man. Amen. It is definitely people have no idea how powerful their mind is. They have no idea how powerful their thoughts are. They have no idea how how much is available, man. There is there is so much abundance and joy and happiness available on this planet, man. And we get get all caught. I, I haven't watched the news. I'll bet you in 13, 14 years, maybe. I, I don't even know. Like good for you. Yeah. I don't, right. I, I don't, I don't their job is to spread negativity. And my <laughs> job is to keep that crap away. I don't need yeah. it. I don't yeah. need it. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah. Dion L. Davis, you are the man, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing yeah. your story. Your, your knowledge. Where can everybody follow you? What's the best place? Oh, you can follow me on Minding Right Solutions, LLC, on all platforms. Minding Right Solutions, LLC, on all platforms. We would love for you to follow, to join in, to jump in, uh, and to engage uh, so that we all can experience. For if you win, I win. And if we win, it's nothing but a winning circle. Love that, man. I love that. 
Dion, thank you for being here today and sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your story, being transparent, being real. You always are, man. We met on, on Clubhouse, right? Oh, Clubhouse. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Thanks for the Clubhouse. I wouldn't have never known Ken Walls. <laughs> and wow. I wouldn't have known Dion L. Davis. So yes, sir. hey, yes, sir. hey I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm honored. My, my wife says, great interview. Thank you so much for the burst of inspiration and hope today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's thank awesome. You. Awesome. Dion, thank you. And thank you to everybody who's been on here and watching and sharing your comments and sh anybody that shared this, this interview out. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And everybody go over and follow Dion on, say it one more time. Minding Right Solutions, LLC on all platforms. Minding Right Solutions. Very, very good. Dion, thanks so much. And thank you all. Have an awesome day. Make it an awesome day. That's right. That's right. Make it. Yeah. All right. Appreciate Steven, it. Thank you. Yes, thank you.